right, guys, welcome back to House of Bravo. This is a very special bonus episode because it is Friday, January 6th. We have a full moon happening in Cancer this evening, and Jen Shaw just received her sentencing today. Tasha, dun, dun, we gotta dun. get into this. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been like so, I mean, okay, excited's like a weird word to use when discussing right. this, but... <laughs> We did start our podcast, you know, our inaugural post kind of covering Jen Shah and like kind of making that connection that, oh, shit, everything in Jen Shah's legal situation has always tracked with like every other lunation, it feels like. I mean, for those who are listening in, you know, if you want like a visual guide of sorts that's our very first post you see like she pleads guilty on or she changes her plea to guilty on a full moon in capricorn so it's like very fascinating right now obviously live on a full moon in cancer she's getting her sentencing like what universal poetic justice Right. So for those who are not aware, Cancer and Capricorn are sister signs. They're 180 degrees from each other on the wheel. So they are very connected when we talk about transits and how kind of destiny plays out in the charts. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, normally, I mean, we've talked about this on the stories. So just a very, very quick reminder. Again, the main houses at play in this gen legality um, situation of sorts is Capricorn and Cancer. It's ruling her material house, which is Capricorn, and her Cancer energy rules her house of shared resources. So, I mean, I think the astrology kind of writes itself, but I feel like you had some really awesome takes on sort of like the transits um, that were happening today as the sentencing was happening. I think you mentioned, I know we were talking loosely about this. Yeah, definitely. Um, as Tasha mentioned, the main transits or houses that are at play here are the house of her individual resources, which is the second house, and the house of shared resources, which is the eighth house. The eighth house is what's in Cancer, the second house in Capricorn. Um, but when we were looking at the charts, what I noticed was that Jen has her Chiron in Aries and Chiron is, we've mentioned, I think the wounded healer. So this is kind of a wound we carry in life. Uh, we learn lessons from it and eventually we kind of heal this wound in ourselves and then in theory, help others heal that same wound. So Jen's Chiron is in Aries and it is about to have its return. I don't know the exact date of the return but she's definitely mm -hmm. learning a lesson yeah i think like she has chiron at like 18 degrees or something in aries and if you're just looking you know at her chart i think that falls in like her fifth house of fun pleasure joy and it almost feels like you know this is very much an attenuation of luxury if you will of her luxuries of her overindulgences what was actually even more interesting i think is so Jen's north node is in Cancer um, and her south node. Oh, sorry. No, her north node is in Capricorn, excuse me. And her south node is in Cancer. Um, Jen also has a cap moon. And that cap moon is of interest today, especially with this full moon. You know, when the full moon kind of activates a part of your chart, it can sort of manifest in very very material ways or it is like a big emotional release point um and I think it's safe to say you know this is a very conclusory chapter at least from you know 
her taking ownership of this, taking changing her plea. It's definitely been a journey. Um, and I do think that her accountability is maybe what factored in. Obviously, I don't know how you necessarily felt. I think you actually called it, right? You were anticipating like six and a half to seven years and I didn't necessarily want to speculate, but it does feel almost like Saturn, our favorite planet, our taskmaster planet, our disciplinary planet, Saturn rules Capricorn. Um, ultimately, I do feel like by virtue of her taking ownership and accountability of her wrongdoings, regardless of how a court of public opinion might feel, there is that element of true accountability. And I think that's what has led to maybe what people might perceive as a reduced sentence relative to the 13, I think they were trying to go for. Okay. So uh, like a few things that you just triggered um, while you were talking about that. <laughs> so number one, thinking back mm -hmm. to the Aries, the Chiron and Aries um, mm -hmm. in the fifth house, like Aries is associated with like being selfish, doing things for yourself. When we think of the Zodiac as a story, it's like the baby who doesn't even know mm -hmm. that there's anything other than them and just kind of like bumping into life. In the fifth mm -hmm. house, it's like showing that Jen was just doing these things. She didn't care about who she was hurting. She wanted these pleasures. She wanted this joy, mm -hmm. from the material items, from the money, from the status, from all these things. And Jupiter, mm -hmm. as we know, recently entered Aries. Um, mm -hmm. And Jupiter is opposing Pluto, which is in her, oh, well, I'm not going to talk about houses, but it's in her Pluto. Her natal Pluto is in uh, Libra, Libra mm -hmm. which is the sign of justice. So mm -hmm. again, we're seeing like her kind of paying the price things mm -hmm. as you said coming kind of to a resolution a conclusion with pluto involved like mm -hmm. the death and transformation right like above the all. rebirth exactly yes. exactly yes definitely. um definitely and then the other thing i was thinking because you mentioned um saturn mm -hmm. is saturn the transiting saturn is making a direct yeah there's like an aspect forming with uranus also in libra so a trine is like a helpful mm, uh, that's energy right. and uranus is tied to erratic or extreme events again in libra the sign of justice so it's just like kind of all these things we're seeing compounding on top of each other yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even if I want to throw another interpretation at the Saturn Uranus trine and, and here's the thing, right? Like trines, we're, we're using these sort of quote unquote harmonious aspects. They can also kind of um, enable bad energy flow. Right. But in this case, I can almost also see, you know, with Saturn in the mix, there is like consequences for how she wanted to present. You know what I mean? Like how she defined her individuality and it was clearly not on the right path for her. Um, which is how she's like ended up in this situation, of course. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I feel mm -hmm. like you're saying things and immediately my eye is going to that thing on the chart. Uh, Mars. Just for people who are listening in, we're literally looking at like the transit, the chart, everything, like all live time right now. So we're kind of just shooting the shit and going off the cuff um, with any kind of interpretation that we're like, that's coming to mind, honestly, at this point. Yes, yes. This is very inspired by the verdict and everything happening in real time, plus us tracking this over the past mm -hmm. um, quarter of a year, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So to speak to what you just said, Mars in Gemini, 
retrograde, Mm -hmm. which we've been talking Mm -hmm. about the past few months as well, is trining her son again in Libra. And Mars is ruled by Aries or Aries Mm -hmm. by Mars. So um, again, like it's all just kind of tying together all of these elements in Mm -hmm. a neat little cosmic bow. And it will be really interesting to see like what happens coming forward, especially when we look at like Teresa, who has also a housewife that has been to prison like the transformation that she had and i mean she's we don't know how much time jen will actually serve in prison but um there's going to be again we see like pluto's involved your chiron's involved the nodes are involved like there's going to be a next phase for jen not just behind bars like in who she is as a person i feel um Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. evolution will be really interesting to see yeah, I mean, on top of that, right, ultimately, in the backdrop of it all, this full moon in Cancer is square Chiron um, in Aries as well. I mean, currently, Chiron's at 12 degrees, and Jen, I think, has her natal Chiron at 18. And so that's kind of where Emma was, ta- what Emma was talking about earlier, and how those degrees are fast approaching each other, um, essentially. So, but ultimately, this is all part of that story, right? It is a full emotional release. I think, you know, people who have been tuning into the Twitter live feeds coming out of the courtroom, you know, it there are sort of marks of Saturn all, all over it, all over sort of ownership, over paying debt, over releasing this chapter and putting behind her. And I think even the judge was, oh gosh, we have to mention the judge. Um, but he seemed, you know, again, echoing, I hope that it seems like you've taken ownership and I hope that you can begin this next chapter, right? It's all very, the timing of everything is just so spot on. But what I found also interesting as a side fun fact is the judge, oh my fucking God, happens to be a cancer son. Okay, this is based on a July 16, 1945, born in Passaic, New Jersey, Um information i don't know when he was born exactly time of birth so i don't know how the houses play out but the synastry between him and jen is actually so fascinating too yes Um, it's it's i can't even believe it honestly i like my mouth dropped and i was like oh i cannot believe i know when you sent it to (sighs) me because not only as you said he had the cancer sun but you also mentioned his saturn and north node are also in cancer so again like the the sign of discipline the sign of um destiny like Mm -hmm. in cancer where this full moon is taking place you like this yeah it's it's kind of beautiful it's it's literally i cannot i'm like in on again i'm not in glee about gen sentencing okay i want to like distinguish this i'm in glee about the way the astrology falls and how it just lines up with how these events have taken place um yes what's we're like me- giddy with excitement but it is not about the legal situation <laughs> at all um yeah it's yeah um, what actually, what, what is really interesting, right, when you have your North Node and South Node synastry, so like he has his North Node in Cancer and Jen has her South Node in Cancer, there is this overwhelming sense, right, that this person is here to help redirect her along the faded path, the path of a higher vibe, a higher evolutionary being, right, with you have this South Node, North Node dynamic. But what's also interesting is obviously with this full moon in Cancer, I think he has Saturn in Cancer at like 15 degrees. This full moon is hitting it exactly, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder also personally, like what's going on in his life, but neither here nor there. What's also interesting is Neptune on his Neptune 
is on Jen's Pluto. It's like three degrees Neptune and Jen is like four degrees Pluto in Libra. And Neptune is like compassion, kindness, obviously, as well as, you know, deception, things like that. But it is, you know, in this situation, I think based also on how, um, again, the sentencing ended up, it does seem to take on a little more compassionate, more of a compassionate tilt, a la very Neptunian on Pluto around just, okay, as long as you've taken ownership, there's compassion around it, right? I think it would be a different story if there was something else. And of course, it's in Libra, the sign of justice, law, social decorum. There's a lot of, there's a lot of play in like, what, where's his Venus? Venus is in Gemini too. Yeah, I think, oh, and Mars is actually hitting his Venus also right now too. It makes sense that that he delivered a verdict today. Um, it's very cool to see it play out. Yeah, because Venus is also associated with values and and beliefs mm-hmm. and things like that. So definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you were saying earlier, um, with you brought up Teresa. I just noticed also that she has, well, Jen also has her Neptune in Sag, and I think Teresa did too, right? And that was opposing her Saturn, <laughs> Saturn again coming to play when it comes to actually collecting debt and oh, collecting and she Uranus in uh, Libra. Actually, they were probably born the same year. Yeah, really interesting. Also, like when we're talking about Saturn, another thought thing I thought because uh, I was watching the live tweets as they were coming out of the courtroom and there was an emphasis on like, well, of course, like Jen was scamming elderly folks and Capricorn <laughs> is the sign of kind of the elder and yeah, it's like the grandfather of the Zodiac. And they like they were mentioning how she or her lawyer was saying how she gives back to the Tongan community and all these things. And it's just like, it's so Saturn, Brian, mm-hmm. Uranus in with Aquarius involved in the 11th house. Like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's so much. There's so much. At... <laughs> and you know, what's also very funny, obviously. I mean, um, this is just like part of, you know, my readings and whatnot but there is like an archetype right of Aquarians as either like the genius or the criminal depending on relativism right and where you stand in society and how people view you um it's all rooted in otherness and relativism it's not a definitive like you're a criminal or you're not because you're an Aquarius it's more just the perspective of the other dictating your reality and she has Jupiter in Aquarius in the third house of perception you know what I mean? So it's like also a very interesting element at how she views the world versus how the view how the world is viewing her. That Saturnian Aquarian dichotomy. Mm. It's so interesting all around. I will say it's also interesting that the transiting South Node is going through Jen's twelfth house, um, and the twelfth house is you know one we associate with solitude, imprisonment, um, having to be sort of kept away from society just so that you can get your mental recalibration and bearings in order so that you can come out and build a new structure for yourself like in theory that's how the 12th works into the first house in your chart and for the south node and scorpio to be going through that 12th house in jen's chart at the moment i mean it does feel very much like i said it's all on time it all makes sense yeah to be honest i couldn't have I couldn't think of a more perfect note to um, conclude this on in some capacity. 
but yeah, no, this was, oh my gosh, Emma, I feel like kind of like a little sad that this is, I'm not sad, oh my gosh, like using these words to describe the situation, but this was like our first real like investigative baby, um, astrologically investigative baby. So for this to be coming to like some sort of culmination um, feels very appropriate uh, for our meta met retrograde moment. Um, yes. Yes, especially since that was a retrograde as well. So yeah, <laughs> so I have no doubt like we'll somehow be repeating this during retrogrades um, moving forward for whatever reason. But yeah, let's I see what think... Bravo Liberty uh, goes to prison next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, again, Real Housewives of Federal Prison, you know, that's like yes, what you're I'm still your, my vote your pitch. is still for that. But yes, for this sure. was uh, more fun than it should be, considering the circumstances. Thank you mm -hmm. all for tuning in. And we will see you soon, post-Mercury Retrograde, for our regularly scheduled recaps. Oh, and Happy New Year! 